welcome to Superhero Shonen Punch. Superhero Shonen And today Shonen we're going to cover... Today we're going to cover Hunter Hunter. Is it Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Hunter? Everywhere I've seen, they say, leave the X out. Oh. It's just Hunter Hunter. Okay. See, this is why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure I've done the same thing for far too long and would get my weeb card removed but do they give you that you got one uh i think after a certain number of like chapters read they just send it to you when you go to an anime convention you get one that's true that was funny i went to that i i took (laughs) your sister (laughs) and my wife to our first anime convention my little sister awesome 10 years younger editor's note my wife and Josh's sister are two different people. Back to the show. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was hilarious. Which, yes, and it was fun, and it was it was a good experience, and like kind of what I expected. I wish there was more to do. Like if you don't, if you're like done buying stuff and you're not cosplaying, there's not a whole lot to do. Um, but she got something signed by a voice actor she really liked that was in the american version of uh breath of the wild she voiced oh, yeah, one, of yeah. the, one of the the ladies in that she told me about like that the, yeah <clears throat> in the sand village i i'm so bad with names and stuff that is super so but, i was that's one of the things i was actually looking at when i was do, doing a little bit of googling for hunter mm-hmm. hunter not yes. hunter x hunter dave uh hunter hunter i <laughs> That's right. I saw the list of some of the voice actors for, I guess there's a manga or an anime of it. Yes. I, I was shocked at some of the names. I saw Matthew Mercer is one of the mm-hmm. voice actors. I had no idea. I, like that's And that's a, for me, that's a household name because I love D&D. Mm-hmm. No, I, it's, Hunter Hunter is a, a favorite of a lot of people. Like, I think I saw some uh, contest where they had viewers or or like readers vote and it got in the, like the top five of favorites all time oh wow so they fairly recently in like 2014 i think started they re-released all of the um like they, they started back from the beginning of the anime and re uh not remastered but like redid the whole thing and then continued on past where they had in the past um so I'm wondering if he hopped on then mm. and uh, started voice acting in that, in that redo of it. But that'd be interesting to learn. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking because it was I don't know how long he's been voice acting. I know he's he's been doing it for a while, but it was it was back in the really early 2000s that they they were doing oh, that wow. first show. Okay. Um. I'm actually <laughs> So this goes okay. This is yeah. oh, it started in ninety nine. The the anime what? started in ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I should have done more research. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, the manga started in ninety eight. Okay. So. Well. Yes. You're you're about to see the real noob in me show up. You're. I will prove without a doubt that I am new to manga, uh, but my takes will still be fire. I will have hot takes that are gold, and they will spin your head. 
I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and the last part of that story with taking your sister and my wife to an anime convention, we left where the convention center was and we we're walking down and we saw like some stands set up and I'm so setting the stage even more. I'm like a month or two into my new job. I'm a quiet person. So people are still getting to know me and whatever else. I'm not like shy about what I like, but I've not talked about anime and stuff to a lot of people. You don't, you don't wear anime t-shirts all the time. Correct. (laughs) So we go down there and we're like, Oh, like it wasn't anything bad, but it was like a bunch of uh, health uh, and wellness things. And, and like, I can be into that in, in different times, but coming out of an anime convention, I was like, Oh, I was hoping for like food or so, you know, like I, I wasn't sure what I was walking into. Yep. I ran into my boss. Oh no. <laughs> yes. And he's like, Oh, what are you doing here? And I was like, Oh, we were up at the anime convention. And oh, I had to wear my badge loud and proud right then. Yeah. So I, okay. Yeah. One of the reasons I have not gotten into anime or manga. Um, this is not the right reason. This is a bad take, Josh. Is because of the stigma, because of the <laughs> like, the perception of a fanboy of anime or manga. I I only because I I live online because I'm a sucker and I'm like 12 years old. <laughs> I only see like the outliers where I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to be a part of that. Meanwhile, I'm I'm like a comic book stand. And, like, I got the same yeah. issue going on over here, right? See, from the outside looking in, you've got the same. It's just, like, everybody's 10 or 20 years older in, in, the, in the mental sphere. In the mental sphere, yeah. It's like the whole, yeah. Yes. It is, it is the, the image that I have in my head, had in my head, of people who are into manga and anime is like, oh, this is for little kids. Which mm. uh, the same thing was said about is said about comic books, which I'll argue until I I, I will <laughs> go to my deathbed for that one. Look at these. These are not for little kids. Look at that. <laughs> That's not for I a little it, kid. <laughs> I showed it to a kid and I ran away crying. <laughs> so uh yeah I think it's I think it's so funny that you got you got busted. You got busted. And, and thankfully, he's a gracious guy and I think reserved judgment for later. Yeah, but until he, he probably knows, knows you me started well a podcast about it. That's the line. That's, true. That's a line That's true. is another unneeded podcast. <laughs> That's true. Unneeded? No, come on. There's a billion podcasts yes. out. Ours That's is true. definitely the Does best anyone one. else need ours? <laughs> I don't know, but I need it. I need somewhere to, to talk, a platform. For my hot takes. I'm I'm doing this because I get to hang out with you for an hour. That's... Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm excited, though, because I really like this one. This one's great. I. Mm-hmm. This one's been fun. This is one that if, if we were not doing it for the podcast, but I had still read a few uh, issues, which I never would have done if it wasn't for this podcast, but... Uh, aside from the podcast, I want to finish this story. I, I, I'm excited because I, I I knew it could go either ways because I get to force you to read these, which is great. (laughs) 
But this is an interesting one because it, I think at first blush feels like a kid's book. And honestly, they, they are written, uh, many of the, the shonen genre like this one are written for younger audiences, but there's more to it. And I feel like they, I don't know, I, I guess we're getting into the style of the actual thing, but they don't really pull punches with themes or content and stuff like that okay Um, yeah so because i'm a noob and i know we named our our podcast with this word in it help me Mm -hmm. understand shonen again what what is that shonen as far as i know is the is japanese (laughs) word for boy or like young boy okay so it's kind of a genre written for younger boys in mind um they have the same for girls it's a different um genre that the word escapes me right now um but they they kind of all fit within a mold and a lot of them it seems like it's usually around a young boy easy to connect with for young boys um classic they quite often are most of these are in like some sort of a fantasy world or they're they're action oriented or whatever else so like the kid's gonna have some sort of powers granted to him or gained or earned and it's going through the process like coming of age meeting friends getting uh those relationships started but then overcoming whatever the the main conflict is continually and getting better, stronger. And there's definitely something to, like, people critique it now because a lot of shonen, it's because of the power of friendship, I can try hard enough and I'll always succeed. And they'll play with that a little bit where they'll they they won't succeed at first or like it'll take more trying harder to succeed later but it so I, there's a critique there of just some unrealistic expectations for yourself that like you're kind of putting people up on uh getting them set up to knock down when failure comes um but it's a it's a ton of fun and there's a ton of hit shonen that are like the most beloved manga series and anime series. Um, and we'll probably be visiting many more in this trek. Um, but yeah, this is one of the big ones. I mean, yeah, I, I could definitely feel the target audience. <clears throat> it, it felt very uh, purposeful and, trying to connect with a certain audience of readers, which felt like the mm-hmm. you're like a young boy that wants to go on an adventure, um, mm-hmm. which obviously is not limited to young boys reading it because we are reading it. Uh, and we're okay. We're youngish boys. I'll give us that. No, but uh, we're still young, I, young at heart. We're ready for adventure. I felt the target audience in there. I definitely felt that. <clears throat> yep yep um oh i had a uh 
I don't know if he's listened to the show yet, but a friend, um, uh, my friend Jeremy, he uh, calling him he out. Wow. Heard, yes, he heard we were doing Hunter Hunter, and he said specifically that we should watch the anime at some point and um, definitely get into the ant arc. I can't remember what if it's. I think there's there's a another name to those ants because they're kind of crazy but we need to get there eventually so that's to say that this episode will be part one of our hunter hunter josh and dave arc i love it cool because yeah i i mean i spent a while reading and i feel like i barely made a dent i mean there's so many of these Mm -hmm. books I think you got to chapter like 17 or 18 of like the two volumes and there's like 300 some chapters out. Oh my word. I think. Wow. All right. Without spoilers. First impressions. Without spoilers. Um, We can jump in. No, no. I'm cool with doing without spoilers. I'll do another call out. Ben. He's probably read this, right. but I know he's he's particular about spoilers. So, Ben, we'll we'll give you a warning, and this isn't it. I'm gonna hijack you quick. Okay, I'll give a quick a quick little uh, <clears throat> synopsis, and and so Hunter Hunter, written by Yoshihiro Tagashi, who uh, is a famous manga artist who I learned recently, which I could have my weeb card revoked for not knowing this already. He wrote Yu Yu Hakusho, which is a huge anime series from my childhood. I saw that on uh, Cartoon Network before I knew anime was anime. <laughs> um, and it's it's a lot of fun. I think that one we may have to find eventually, too. It's about a, a kid who dies and comes back to life as a paranormal detective. Like, wow. the afterlife gods or whatever recruit him to go back and and solve paranormal mysteries well i don't know i just think we should bring back the satanic panic because those were satanic oh yeah better days you know never would have had that (laughs) junk on my television don't tell your parents you play the (laughs) dnds that's been fun in stranger things it has (laughs) yes but okay back to back to hunter hunter um, oh, and random facts about him. He, uh, he wrote that. He wrote Hunter Hunter, which is huge. Um, he's been known to go on long, uh, uh, what do you call them? Long breaks in between, uh, making more volumes. Um, I think, I think that has to do both with his mentality of just wanting to enjoy what he's doing and, and wanting to do it right. Um, but he also has some health problems. It's I've been reading that he's not been able to sit down for more than ten minutes, and he's been drawing manga either standing up or laying down, and just mm. there's some dedication there that I don't think I would have. But um, yeah, and random fact, he's married to the author of another big uh, manga in the other realm of uh, I need to just look up the name, but Sailor Moon which is huge. Um, 
that's a lot of other people's first foray into anime when they were younger. Um, yeah. And then uh, Hunter Hunter is about a boy named Gone Freaks. Love Gone. And yes, he's great. He's he's your favorite boy because he just. <laughs> It's it's interesting because he's unflappable, but and and naive in a lot of ways, but also really wise and kind of a I don't know how do you describe it. Like I guess it, just, the best thing is like he's he seems like he just knows. Like he's yeah. just he's just got that like creative uh, sense to be like oh mm-hmm. I I can problem solve my way out of anything. And I accept every challenge. Like, I'm here for it. Let's go. Buckle up. I'm just going to do something creative, pull something out my butt, and and we'll figure it out. And then when he's faced with obstacles, it's like, even if he failed at it, there's there's this isn't a spoiler. There's a point where he faces an obstacle and he doesn't overcome it. And people are like, oh, that's so annoying. Okay, let's mm-hmm. move on. And he's like, oh, you guys go ahead. I'm going to try this again. And they're like, why? And he's like, because mm-hmm. I want to. Like, I just, yep. it's what I do. That's who he is. I, yeah. We love, yes. we love, it's, we love him. He's fun to see in so many different <clears throat> situations. Um, yeah, so Gon grows up on a small island. The The world that we're in is is kind of a fantastical, some, it, it feels current times and not in like a fantasy like wizards and s- stuff like that no yeah. because like there's there's cars and and computers and stuff that you see later um but there's enormous beasts there's um special powers and things that you learn about later um and in this world there's a uh like a position that that has a lot of mystique around it called the hunters the hunter association they are a group that without spoiling it's like a group that has both power but then are the top of whatever field they're in and and really guns a blazing like blazing trails down their perspective fields, if that makes sense. Um, and gone finds out that his dad was a hunter, which this is like page, page one. Yes. It's like page one. Oh, your, your dad was a hunter. And yes. that's like the big thing is like, you, you are a hunter for something. That's like the career people want. And if you mm-hmm. make it, you get a card and you can fly anywhere in the world and you're going to be yeah. dirty rich and just that's like, it's the life, but it's mm-hmm. super hard. Right. And it's spe- and there's so, specialties in it. It's a whole thing. I don't understand it. Yeah. You're still a baby. We will get I'm you there. I'm still a baby. Um, and, and so in finding out that his dad is a hunter and, and kind of... He he meets a hunter and and gets exposed to like what that kind of is and decides, yeah, I'd like to do that. It seems like both a natural um, next step as he kind of conquers his small town in a way, um, 
and he'd like to find his dad just to meet him like not really with any expectations but yeah and that's that's probably most of the spoiler free i think well i want to share my take which is not going to be yes sorry no you're good you're good i cut you off and then i went for a long time no you're good context is good um i think that the world building in this story was really fun i i liked the way they just without really explaining too much were like here's the world and the things going on in it without too much explanation and they're just like just assume like just figure it out there's hunters uh whatever that means is how it is and then you know a couple chapters and it's like oh there's this organization and they didn't give me like oh ask these questions like here's the hooks to to figure Mm -hmm. things out they were just kind of like here is something about something and you can assume the rest and maybe we'll give you more. And I don't know if I'm going to get more information on a lot of the stuff they gave me. They just kind of drop things into the world um, mm-hmm. that I, I mean, I'm really enjoying. But um, it's, I feel like a, a interesting way to do this world building where it's not built around these questions and mysteries that you're trying to figure out. Uh, it's just kind of like this is what it is, and we'll, maybe we'll change it. Maybe we'll give you more. I don't know. I like the world. I really, really like the characters in it. I think that's the thing that's most attractive to me about this story is that there's a there's a panel. I took a screenshot of it actually um, when I was reading it of gone, and he is he is. Uh, trying to figure out basically why do I want to be a hunter? And he has these two new friends that he made that are also trying to become hunters. And the one is on his left side and the other is on his right. And they're both in this giant wall of text, just expository saying, this is why I want to be a hunter. And the one is like, oh, you're going to do, I'll do such great things for the world. I'll have an impact in this way. I'll save lives. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then the other guy's like, I will go anywhere I want in the world. I'll be one of the richest people in the world. I'll have power over, you know, these, like over this, I can buy any house I want. And, uh, you see his eyes and he's cross-eyed and he's looking each direction. Um, Great panel, but uh, they have these three characters with all very drastically different motives, uh, and they flesh it out from like the second you meet them in a way that's not just through confrontation. It's not like people arguing and being like, you're doing it wrong. I'm doing it this way. It's just these characters that you meet, and then you're like, oh, this one solves puzzles in this way. And I already know why, because they explained like, this is who I am. And then you get to watch them do that. And they don't shove it down your throat later on. They're just kind of like, you already know who the character is. We told you that. Now you just get to see what they do in with these different puzzles and situations. Um, the characters are what really stood out to me. Um, another thing that stood out to me though, another... This is one of my one of my spicy takes, Dave. The art, which I mm-hmm. really enjoy, is so weird sometimes. <laughs> and, 
and not just in like oh there's a giant frog monster which does Mm -hmm. like that happened i don't i don't that was like weird stuff is happening (laughs) but there are there are characters who in one page will be illustrated like they're in a a sunday morning cartoon like Mm -hmm. just very bubbly like there's a character that is a like smiley face he's a circle he's got this bubble nose dot dot smile like line is a smile and that (laughs) smiley face character will stand right next to somebody who you're like oh this this is like the penmanship of like a you know like background character in Watchmen or something. I'm referencing mm-hmm. comics because it's the only thing I actually know. Where somebody's <laughs> got detail and there's wrinkles in their face and like mm-hmm. swooping hair, and they're next to somebody that looks like a stick figure, and I don't get it. That's so weird to me that the 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 artist that did this was like, I guess for this guy, I'll do this this style. But for this guy standing right next to him, I'm going to do a totally different style. Um, I don't know what I think about it yet. I don't know yeah. if I like it. <coughs> Fair. So, what I'll have to figure out is <coughs> there's definitely manga-specific things in some of it. And, and I may be mixing my manga and anime stuff. In some things, they'll definitely do background characters a whole lot more simple than the regular characters to save on the time and money of drawing because there's high turn turnaround stuff. Yep. Um, some of the artistic choices could be straight up just the, the artist deciding this, that, or the other thing. But then even character to character, you have the... I don't know if they do it the same in comics, but they will completely change a character for a different emotion or for a joke or for um, a reaction. So if, if something somebody did makes another character slack jawed, they might be one line pencil of a face and like completely different than their normal character build. Yeah. Um, I just to like show that I have a screenshot of that. For those of you that are on video, that's literally what Dave <laughs> described. You have a slack-jawed character who is laughing at something. Who They look like a cartoon doodle uh, that somebody did on a dry erase board. Just like a, mm-hmm. here's something funny. And immediately below it, you have this really attractive, beautiful uh, drawing with, with character figures... And especially the one in the front, the one in the foreground, you have you have details of the hair. You have a very distinct, recognizable face with purposeful details. That's weird to me. I don't I don't dislike it. It's mm-hmm. but it's something that is very it's different to what I'm used to. Um, and it definitely uh, stood out when I was reading it. I might be. I might be like like talking at my butt. But I do feel like I had some similar trepidation when I first started that like the anime and and those moments didn't really make sense to me or like, and I, I, I will say there's still 
anime that I watch that they'll jump into like, oh, this is the jokey episode or the jokey portion. And I just get completely like sucked out of it because it's not done well. But then I've seen some done really well where I like that uh, uh, comic relief in a moment where I need it. Um, and I, I think some of it has to do with how good they make the characters in the first place, like how much you appreciate and like them in the first place that the, the drastic change into like a funny slapstick moment or something, it still works. It, I, I guess it's just how you do it, but it, it definitely could come down to preference too, but. I don't know, I just randomly think of there's some scenes in Full Metal Alchemist and I love the show, I love the characters that they go like stupid face like that mm-hmm. and it just works for whatever reason because it's like the main character gets like mad at somebody but like gets the devilishly like the grin of like I'm going to get you back like and I'm excited about it and no the way that they drew it, it works. So I don't know. We'll see. I, it's an interesting take as an, as a new, new watcher. Yeah. Reader. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. I, I really like the, the hook of the story, which we can talk about in, in a minute. I like the world that it's in. I really like the characters a lot. I think the characters are my favorite part. Um, and the trials so far, I don't know if this is how the whole thing is, but I mean, from chapter one, it's basically been like, here's a trial, here's a trial, here's a trial. And they've, for the most part, I feel like they've been really fresh and fun. And some of them mm-hmm. have been takes on things that I have been maybe familiar with from other literature or stories or whatever. Um, but they've all still felt fresh and fun. And I, I think they did a good job writing characters into situations where it feels very consistent, especially like, like Mm. the main character, he always feels like the same guy. He doesn't feel like he's changed at all. And I really enjoy that. I really like how he's running at his challenges. I think it does stay consistent. And I think you get similar format where they overcome things. It may not be a test specifically, but I, I if if you're into seeing them overcome things, it definitely stays fresh. I think throughout, because <clears throat> the places they take them are pretty crazy, and I don't know. You, I'm excited for you to see. <laughs> Good. Do we want to talk so about it- anything else before we dive into spoilers? I don't know. I, I guess I could say reading some of uh, Togashi's background that he enjoyed horror movies. He likes, um, I don't know how to explain it, but like he has a style that can on that like turn of a dime go into like something pretty macabre <laughs> kind of randomly. Yep. Um, but also likes really funny, cheesy moments at the same time that with him saying he likes horror and like 
like Evil Dead being one of his favorites and and kind of funny slapsticky, but macabre. It it shows in this, and I think it makes even like side characters or, um. I mean, main characters too, but it feels like everyone's got an edge. Everyone's having fun and kind of laughing, but there's one guy laughing in the corner with kind of a glint in his eye and he might have a knife behind it. Like it's, it's just, it's a fun on like keeps you on your head on the, on the edge of your toes. Yeah. Kind of, kind of read. It's fun. I, I'll say on that too. So I didn't know that he liked evil dead. That is, that is my favorite horror I, and horror is my favorite genre. This is I'm, I'm that that's great. I love that. We should have an episode on Evil Dead. Side side note. I know it doesn't really fit, but I don't care. Um, there's also that weird. Oh, great. Like, sorry, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, come on, I'm Dave. Sorry. I'm sure oh, he likes that too. Man, I know I'm that I just sure. mixed. Ah. What have you done? What have you done? That's okay. We should still watch an episode of Evil Dead. Or watch an uh, episode. Uh, we should watch one of the Evil Dead movies and then talk about it. I'm down. I don't know if I've seen it. I, I may have seen portions. Oh man. oh, man. Comedy and horror collide. And <laughs> redefining genres. That's Sam Raimi. That's him right there. Uh, we'll get into that later in a different episode. Before we do that, my dog is chewing on a bone. Can you hear that? I haven't heard it. Okay, you might I have hear people eat up, eat up the dog cam and and dog content. So okay. I think well, we'll she's find. not visible anymore. She moved under the desk, but she was, and she's cute, and I love her. You should put her in your shirt and have her face in front of yours. She's fifty five pounds, so I'm not not gonna do that. But I mean, that's about how much you weigh. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of my weight, uh, back to what I was saying, I, the weird, like influenced by horror, but it's still this <coughs> funny adventurous. There are some characters in this story where their visual appearance is jarring to what their character does. Mm-hmm. And then there's parts in the story where there's violence that I was not expecting because the story will go on these long, long periods of time where there's really no violence and no, uh, nothing super disruptive to the characters where you're like, they're all safe. Everybody's fine. This is just people doing their thing. And then suddenly, like, left field, you turn the page, and something violent happened. Um, Mm -hmm. That shocked me. There there was, there's parts in these chapters where I just did not see things coming. And especially with some of the violence, where it's like, oh, I didn't, I did not expect that with the story that I was reading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fun. I, I, I. It's something I don't think I processed before just reading it myself. But yeah, it's just, it's kind of surprising and fun. I don't know. 
it, at times it doesn't feel warranted, but I don't know if it's more just to build the world that it's a dangerous place, even with the nice characters. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> but yes. Uh, yes. Is it time? I think it's time. Ben, uh, unplug your ears because it's boiler time. And go read a lot. And then come back. Yeah. Or I think don't. I think you can do what you it, want. You're an adult, unless you're not. And if you're not an adult, go read. I don't know if do I something don't better. Know if I'd read, yeah, yeah. Read a read a book. Read history. Yeah. You nerd. You freaking little nerd. You need to earn your your other nerdly exploits. Sure. spoiler time spoiler time we need like a like an audio intro like a like a Mm -hmm. bell that dings really loudly whenever we are about to talk about spoilers i like it or you could just yell i've got neighbors i don't care dave Uh... (laughs) that'll that'll do Can you cut that? Clip that. Ah! (laughs) And every time. We're about to do spoilers. Ah. Just a little. Ah. Yeah. I like it, honestly. I like it. It's cute. I'm getting warm. I have to turn my freaking fan off because it makes noise. Okay. Spoiler time. It's a hot seat. That's why. Your mic just changed so much. Did it? Yeah. In what way? You went from sounding like Dave to sounding like... Is this better? Yes. It was this one. Okay. (coughs) (laughs) Okay. So. The boy... The boy leaves his home. He leaves his mother. And decides to be a hunter. Like his dad. That's right. Who abandoned him? Question mark. Yeah, he was like the different. So I've read so far ahead that I can't reveal some things to you. The dad is the mom. That's my guess. Don't maybe. That's my guess. I'm I'm sticking with it. That this whole time he's being raised by his dad, but. To motivate him. His Mm. dad, who is pretending to be his mom, who died in childbirth, has been telling him, your dad is a hunter, to motivate him to go and make something of himself like he never could. Because he was raising his, his son. And he never wanted his son to feel guilty that his mom died in childbirth. That's my... There it is. That's my guess. I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay. <laughs> but yes, so <clears throat> he meets two people. I forget. Is, is it on the island still? I think when he's leaving the island. I think they're on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. So they get on Karatica? a boat to go to hunter trials, right? Right. <coughs> and he meets two like, friends. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't like one, one of, of them, them at first. Was it Leorio or Carapica? It was the tall dude. Yep. I feel like that's a pretty normal... <laughs> people kind of hate him at first. Yeah. He's the guy who's like super motivated by money and mm-hmm. like I'll have power. I'll be I'll be cooler than everybody else. Um so he comes off obnoxious, but he's got such a sweet heart. You'll learn later on. Mm-hmm. He's he's a he's a sweet old boy in there. So you meet him and you meet the mm-hmm. what is the other person's name? What is her name? Karapika. She's great. I love mm-hmm. her. She is incredible. Did you get into her reason? She yet. I don't know. I I know that she has spent a lot of time talking about how she's motivated by helping people, but I don't mm. know her backstory yet. Like she, okay. she's got she's like the wholesome selfless motive is what she professes and the other guy professes the selfish uh motives but it's funny because both of them are making decisions that are sometimes the the girl who is talking about being selfless makes a selfish decision and sometimes the guy who says he's selfish makes a selfless decision um fun dynamic but i don't have a whole lot of background on them yet We're going to have to come back to this soon because there's good things. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's addressed in this. There's a the thing that happens in some manga where they'll have an androgynous character and they'll be coy with what their gender is. And it's a part of some of the backstory and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know if it's revealed. I don't know if it ever is revealed. Uh, like who Karapika is. Okay. Um, so yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, um, I have noticed a few other animes that I have, uh, mm-hmm. read and mangas that I've watched. I've noticed that actually, uh, and particularly with, uh, attack on Titan, there's a character mm. that, cause I'm watching it through all the way to the last season that just came out. I thought one of the characters was a girl until in this last season i was like oh wait a minute <laughs> yeah I, and they'll do that in the story sometimes on purpose sometimes i think it just happens without really a plan yep but the main character will be like i have feelings for this person but like they think they're a boy or one way or another and then it's the the reveal happens and they're like now i'm so confused and i don't know what to think that's interesting because I, I that's not a theme I'm familiar with in in stories that I've uh, consumed. There's not a whole lot of uh, forms of media and stories that I have that I've uh, read, watched, whatever that even go anywhere near uh, any sort of content like that. I would say that this comes into a it's sensitive but i think it's i think here we're much more sensitive to like things about gender and like that type of stuff are becoming much more sensitive in how you talk about it and that making jokes 
like because i think that some of them are veiled jokes about like oh it's funny that this character may or may not have gay feelings or something like that yep and i think that's the joke that they're writing funny because gay yeah Yeah. and yeah it's just in a lot of anime manga you you can find stuff that feels like it's 20 or 30 years back in our media yep um and you just kind of sift through it and find the better writers and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) i don't think in this one it's it's near as much in that realm yep of joking um but yeah you'll 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 find plenty of anime and manga that are way too sexist or kind of like homophobic to an extreme where it's the main joke or like yeah. that's the the greatest horror yeah so yeah i i this is very new to me still um but there's a lot of things that have stood out as like <clears throat> culturally uh that played different when i uh watched it read it than I think what was originally intended, and I'm sure vice versa happens with uh, media that's targeted at American audiences um, elsewhere, right? I wonder if there's a mm-hmm. just stuff that I don't, I'm not as familiar with. I know there's stuff I'm, I'm not sure. as familiar with. Yeah, same. <laughs> so that's that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so we meet the two friends. Yes. <laughs> um, we're on the boat. The The hook is... Um, and correct me if I'm wrong with this. It's basically... There's all these trials that hunters have to go through. And everybody and their brother is going to go and try to do these trials. But only, you know, two or three people will get selected. So it's this incredibly small group of people that will pass all the tests. It's the best of the best. Doesn't mean they're good people. They might be evil people that Mm -hmm. were willing to backstab. Um, But only the people who can solve the puzzles, do everything correctly, will be will pass these tests and so they're like oh we're gonna go do this um and then right off the bat it catches up to them where they're on a boat traveling to where they think the trials will be and immediately they learn not immediately but while they're on the boat they learn this is already the first trial they they are already in the first trial that was Mm -hmm. fun i i thought that was great the taxi driver is the teacher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was fun. Just kick it off right at the, the bat. No, no more like side story traveling thing. Yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, and gone shows his true colors in one of the first times where, isn't it that he, he listens to the captain or something like that? Or I don't remember. Okay, well, Gon, Gon uses his sterling intuition and ends up saving the day or passing the first test with his friends' help. Um, and then they make it to the test, which I think that's... I, I feel like that's the first place where you start to get 
some of the random like violence and surprising like oh there's more to this than just fun little tests yes yeah and that's like the running section no first is the giant rat things oh crud yes you're right yeah but i think that so they encounter these giant rat things and the test is like it's like save this innocent person from this giant rat thing basically mm-hmm. um <clears throat> long short the the these creatures were in on it they were a part of the the whole mm-hmm. exam it was a ruse um but i think to me that was when it was like oh all like everything about these trials and tests is already rigged it's already set up um mm-hmm. and so then every time i turn a page i'm already thinking about like how are they going to pull the rug out from under them this time like what who is actually you know playing playing like there's somebody they're not um which is a it's a fun thing to just have in the back of your head when you're reading and then they i think use it in a really great way because then a few chapters later with the running trial which we can explain in a second somebody goes i'm actually the guy who's leading this i'm the guy in charge now and there's this second where everybody's like wait is he I mm-hmm. thought he was competing against me. Is he actually the guy running things? And I, like, I, I wasn't sure until I kept reading, reading <laughs> because I was like, they would do that. Like, based on everything mm-hmm. I've seen so far, they would just be like, oh yeah, the the guy who's leading the entire thing is here in it with me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the rat thing happens. There's all that. There's a lot of expository walls of text a few times, which I thought was interesting. That's true. <laughs> and then we get to the running trial. Yes. Which I think is another like, I mean, I guess they established it in the beginning, but like they show how powerful some of the hunters are because the examiner is like, all right, followed me to the next section of the test. And he just starts kind of long stride walking and they're like having to jog to catch up. And then it just, he keeps upping the pace and he's not tired at all. And half the group starts dying and falling back basically. Um, And then they start to establish more that there's, there's along with the trials, a lot of the, the contestants or whatever you want to call it, the examinees are also gonna be an issue <laughs> yeah um because there's a an examinee who's never passed and they reveal that he basically just joins and takes joy in snuffing out other people or like maybe not killing them but snuffing out their hopes of passing yep um so i think he, he gave like somebody like a soda with a laxative or at least like just gave them something that wouldn't help them run. And you just start to learn that he's kind of a jerk yeah, <laughs> the whole way through. And he comes, he comes into play more later. Um, I think that's also where they start to introduce more of a new character. Killua. What do they look like? Kid, the kid on the skateboard. Oh yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. Love him. Um, Oh, camera coming back. Um, 
I don't know when in the process, but I don't think I'm revealing much if I say this. You may not have known this yet. He comes from a family of skateboarders. Yes. Man. Skateboarding assassins. (laughs) Skateboarding assassins. That's right. But he's such an interesting character, and he's going to be around for the long haul. So if you like him... I do. You're in for a treat. I like him, <laughs> and I really hate the the magician guy. We also meet the first foil. Uh, is it His Hisoka? I, I don't think? know any Hisoka? names, and I won't even try. Okay. I this is one of the few that I kind of have because I've read it a few times, but I'm I'm horrible with names too. He's the guy where you're like, oh, well, who's this like? literal joker jack of hearts yep. like what's going on here i don't know how early on but he just kills like five people pretty fast it's like right there it's like it's like in the running trial it's like mm-hmm. this peaceful calm calm and then they're like oh we're gonna go on a little run or whatever and then he's like oh by the way and he just starts throwing playing cards at people and they zip, they like go like straight through people's brains, cutting their noses off, just bonkers. <laughs> I it, it shocked me, it shook <laughs> me. I was so surprised because I didn't not no violence like that had happened yet in the comic, mm-hmm. um, and it felt very uh, slither, which. Slither is a horror movie where there's this creature and it hits people and they look like Mm. they're, it's the trope of, they look completely normal and then their face goes, you know, and they just slide apart. It was that in the comic. And it was like, or in Mm -hmm. this story, manga, anime, manga. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I I was shocked by that. I, I wasn't expecting that. And I already didn't like this character. And then he's killing people. Let's get him out of here. It's yeah. I'm I'm not gonna ruin anything, but this this manga likes to to introduce a character poorly and then have you, I think, change heart later. We'll see. I'll never love him. Cause like, I that's okay. Never. And and they do it in a way where you don't feel cheap and you don't feel like they've really changed. So like you hate him now and you may still hate him later, but you might appreciate him more. Okay. I guess that's a good way to say it. This is, I, I definitely feel Leo like is still stupid. Yeah. And he's annoying sometimes, but he's endearing now. <laughs> yeah. I already, I already like him and I didn't think I would. I feel like if I had to guess, and this is that, I mean, I made it, a few more chapters up and, and that's where I am. So I don't, I don't have a whole lot of context beyond what we already talked about. Um, but if I had to guess, because I, I know some of the tropes of the trial stories. It, one of the trials is basically going to be kill somebody you care about or kill somebody next to you sort of deal. Like where, where it's the, you know, two people one gun go Mm. um that's my guess and i'm also guessing that this guy who came in super hot literally just like i'm ready to kill for this has has already tried multiple times 
and failed and knows because we've already seen the, these are life or death trials a, a, a lot of them including the running one if you don't succeed there are times you will die and it's been getting more and more on the 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 dial was turned as far as risk from like oh no you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean with a little storm to hey you're standing in like on the edge of a cliff and people are charging you to attack you and you have to attack mm-hmm. them it's like oh this one the dial is turned to die you will die if you fail so my guess is He's tried and tried and tried and hasn't made it. And now he's just like, I- I'm killing for it. I'm coming out hot. We're going we're gonna to kill the weak ones. We're going to jump ahead. That's my guess. I think you've got some things fairly right. And I think you'll be surprised by some other things. Don is his dad. That's my, okay. That's what was wrong. I figured it out. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second to unpack what that was, because his mom was his dad earlier, yeah. and then his he's yeah. Now he's his dad. It's the whole like yeah. I don't. That's a massive mm-hmm. spoiler for something, so I won't even say. Never mind. Star Wars. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we're not talking to to hundreds of thousands of people the in masses. our audience. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, okay, we've, we, we meet all these characters, they go through these tests, the, the tests, it, they do a lot of the, the test is happening now, even though you didn't think it was the test. Um, I think that they stop being quite as coy as they go and it, and it's like, okay, this is the actual test. Go do this thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think you you reach that where they get out of the, the tunnel that they've been running in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the characters grow closer together at, at different points. Because I think Gon at some point goes back and helps Leorio, who's struggling with the run. Um, and Killer was like, why are you doing that? Like, he's weak. Like, let's leave him type of thing. And yep. it, they do they do develop the characters throughout this yep. um but then they reach the end and is that the the cooking special yeah that's the cooking special which i loved i thought that was a fun that was a fun <laughs> that was a great great bit it's fun and i think it reveals even more that like the world of hunters is really weird and vast yes i agree and yeah because you have the gourmet hunters, yeah, <laughs> isn't it like one of them wants to eat the 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 coolest thing, and then you realize the other one wants to cook the the most like exquisite meal or something like that, and so they buddy up. Um, the big the big guy and the girl. I think the big guy wanted a a massive meal of his choosing, which was pork. And then the girl wanted the the most unique and high quality meal. So the guy wanted quantity, the girl wanted quality. 
Um, so quantity, a bunch of people brought back pigs and fed them to him. And then quality, and there she goes, I want sushi. She's like, I want the best hand-rolled sushi. Meanwhile, they are not near salt water. And she's like, I only like sushi that is saltwater fish. And he's like, doesn't that seem broken? And she's like, no, no, no. It'll it'll cause that it'll force them to make something incredible that nobody's eaten before. And person after person keeps bringing her these sushi rolls that they're making. And she's like, that's bad. That's horrible. You're out. No. Done. Stupid. Leave. Bye. And everyone gets dequalified. And and I, I love that I think in this one you expect Gon to somehow yeah. overcome. He's like, I know that this this freshwater eel, for whatever reason, likes to lick salt in the forest, yeah. so it tastes salty. No, I think he has one of the worst ones, and she's like, This is crap and that's like a very funny setup joke that yes. <laughs> lands well because in so many stories the main character can do no wrong yep. and never loses and it it feels good when he has weaknesses along with his strengths agreed and then we meet uh what is it called it's like the commission of hunters yes I, well i think i don't know if it's revealed i don't know yet but yes, the 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 bureaucracy comes down and and the leadership and they say, eh, this might be a little too stringent. Maybe we can do something else. Yeah, they're like, we gotta we gotta figure something out. And then long short, there's forty left after that. Mm-hmm. And this started with, I think thousands, then hundreds, now forty, right? Yep. Um, <clears throat> and they get in an airship, and they go to fly somewhere else for the next trial. And while they're doing that, uh, Gone and um, I don't remember. Killua. Killua, is that who it is? Uh, mm-hmm. Play a, a game of keep away with some mysterious old man. Hmm. It's a fun one. Hmm. It's a fun one. And this was great uh, because they play keep away and they almost win. And the old man is victorious. And mm-hmm. then uh, they're like, oh, let's do it again. We Gon is like, let's do it again. We almost beat him. And Killua goes, no, you idiot. We got to give up. He only played with one hand and one foot. So the whole time he was only standing on one foot and using one hand. And I went back. Through, I flipped pages back and then I, I checked. Did he ever use? You know, <laughs> and I thought that was really fun. That was that was fun. But then we get to see Gon, who is like, I'm staying because I want to make him use both hands. I don't I don't think I can win, and I'm not trying mm-hmm. to win. I'm trying to make him use both hands. And he literally goes, If I do, I win. And he ends up doing that. And he says, I went. I just thought that was great. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. He changed the rule to be what he set. Like, he he set a goal. And it wasn't the one that they originally said, this is what you got to do. He's like, I'm, I'm going to set an achievable goal for me. And I'm going to do it. 
Mm -hmm. And that's why smart goals are important. Welcome to Business 101. <laughs> I feel like I've learned something. I need to start setting some smart goals. <sighs> but yeah, it it's such a fun one because it that's that's one fight where like they show that Kiloa and this kid are like special and this guy there's something going on, but the stakes are a little lower and it's it's a fun moment to see gone like you said like you see his heart of like i just want to get better or i want to i want to at least elevate past where i am oh. that was fun i'm so excited for you to keep reading though me too i think we should there's been some good go ahead no no you there's been some really good moments but you're getting close to some of some of the best some of my personal favorites well, what I was about to say is I think we should stop talking about this uh, this story there because I didn't make it through the next arc yet. I'm, I'm still okay. I'm in the next trials, set of trials. Um, I'm really enjoying it. This is one that even if I wasn't required to read it, I would I would probably continue reading it. The the challenge is that <coughs> there is a lot of text in it and that's not it's mm-hmm. not necessarily bad. Um there's a lot of text in it and it's so long. So mm. I feel like I'm committing to a massive read. Um which will be fine, and I like that, but I don't like the idea of being like, oh, I'm only going to get a hundred chapters in. Like, now I'm like, I want to finish the whole thing. But also, I want to keep reading other stuff that I'm reading. I want to read books that I'm trying to get through. I want to read other comic this, books. This is the dilemma of becoming a weeb where you binge it unhealthily until it's done. We'll see. I don't. I don't know if ah, it's hard. I'm kidding. I'm finding I'm kidding. myself. I'm finding myself more okay with that. I think I read manga for for two hours straight today, which is not. That's not normal for me. Reading for two hours straight. Yes, I have never read a a a manga for two hours straight, or really probably. A comic for that long I, I wouldn't do that often because they're usually so the stories are typically mm-hmm. much shorter and I'm more content just reading a few chapters and then stopping um, this may be sacrilegious of me but I feel like I've gotten to a place I, for one it's my comfort thing like I'll just scroll and read especially with manga where the text isn't super important which this one, it's fairly important because it kind of sets the stage and the rules for, like, the battle or whatever else you're going to be watching. But in a lot of them, I almost feel like I've gotten used to it enough to see, like, okay, this this frame is important. I see what the main character or whoever has, like, their big retort about something or, like, an argument. And I can kind of grasp <laughs> most of what's going on. So, I've gotten to the point where I go through it pretty fast, but 
I don't know. I don't know if that's not fair to the actual stories and stuff like that, but I like the pictures. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the great things about visual mediums is you can you can engage so much more than just like reading and processing. You know, I Sandman Overture is a a reboot not a reboot it's a prequel sequel i don't remember where it falls in the line of sandman honestly i don't remember i read it when it very first came out i don't know uh but i remember that when i was reading that comic i literally would the first time through i would buy the comic and i would go through and i would just scan most of the words not reading like to process everything but i was just so focused in and dialed in on the artwork because it was just it's so beautiful sandman overture check out the artwork it is breathtakingly beautiful now, the color work is amazing the, the the line work is amazing it's just great um but i the first pass through of the comic i would just look at the at the illustrations primarily to kind mm-hmm. of get a feel for the story and see where the story was going and what its flow was. And then I would go through again with a more detailed, like, okay, I'm reading every word, processing it, and then moving on. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of opportunity in manga and comics to be like, I'm going to let the the illustrations guide some of this storytelling. And I I've definitely have gone back, <clears throat> like you did, like... I'll realize I don't have something I want to read right now. And it's like, oh, I went through that really fast and I enjoyed it, but I didn't take my time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think they're both. They both have good opportunities to 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 pause if it's a good one. Yep. So because I I read a lot of trash and (laughs) some of those I've I've heard for the 80th time, the rules of someone's been transported to another world and <laughs> they've been gifted powers. Uh, so, it's funny. That's a huge trope in manga that continues. And I'm a fan, but I see where some people are tired of it because it's become like a cash cow. So everyone has one and they all kind of do the same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we could either come back to this in another episode, depending on how much we get read, or we can even just visit, like, in a uh, like the the latter part of an episode about something else. We can come back to Hunter Hunter and oh, this has happened because we don't have to introduce the same like introduce it again. Yeah. But yeah, I like that. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm ready to you know keep reading it and then talk more about it um i have a a comic book to propose for next time Ooh, it's a it's a lay it on me very limited series uh it's called dead body road um it actually you you have i know for a fact you have at least seen some of these covers because when we went to Superfly Comics, shout out Superfly Comics, uh, 
Dead Body Road was a ongoing series that I had in my pull list there. And I remember that I would go and I got Dead Body Road and it was one of the... I distinctly remember when I was getting these issues and I showed everybody back at the dorm. I was like, look at how good this comic book is. This a is comic so run? Good. It's from a comic run? It's from Josh? a comic run as Superfly Comics. Shout out Superfly. I love you guys. Josh. And, and it was a treat, but Josh would only leave the dorm... To, to go on comic runs. Or for food Other than on that, occasion. Was, maybe. Yeah, that's true. But it was it was it was that or studying for the most part. Yes. Up until up until he got a girlfriend. Yeah. And then everything was out the window. But Yeah. Because she's great and I love her. We we had our weekly comic runs or bi-weekly or, or not bi-weekly every couple weeks we'd I went pile every in car. single Wednesday often by myself because I wanted to every single Wednesday for my entire college career I think I missed like three weeks <laughs> sorry we and would we, hop in a car mm-hmm. oh just we had a couple friends I think that either were into comics some or got into them because of you but we'd all pile in even those of us that didn't and we'd usually stop there and we'd also like go check out a used video game store place too uh you gotta Um, say what it's called vax and vids why is it called vax and vids dave because of course they sell used videos used video games yeah for sure for sure a plethora of things like that maybe even arcade cabinets they had a yeah, lot of stuff. absolutely absolutely they've they even opened an arcade for a while yeah in the back and in the front they sold vacuum cleaner parts and supplies <laughs> how the two merged i don't it's know such a I, weird you walk in, <laughs> you literally walk into this store <laughs> And it's like 150 (laughs) vacuum cleaners. And they're like, hey, uh, would you like a vacuum? We got a shop vac here. And you're like, no, I want to look at your videos. And they're like, oh, it's in the back. And they like pull back a curtain. There's like people smoking cigarettes. Like, hey, uh, you here for the videos? You're like, yeah. It it was quite the experience. It was. And I don't know if I still have it, but I was a card-carrying member. Cause, Cause, you could get a membership that, like, you had a little bit off of any any of your purchases. And they they like, had great prices on movies. It it was amazing that way. Yeah. It just like I remember my parents buying a bag for their vacuum cleaner sometimes in in the past, but they'd go to like Lowe's or something. <laughs> I'd never seen or even heard of a vacuum store where they had. I don't. I don't even. Nobody's know. heard of they a had, vacuum store. They had belts, they had bags, they had all kinds of stuff. And it's like, I don't think I ever saw anyone buy anything <laughs> vacuum related. No, they were money laundering. I, I, I will bet everything I own that they were money laundering through Vax and Vids. Because those games and movies were way too freaking cheap. And like you said... We went there off. I mean, as as often as mm-hmm. as we went anywhere, right? We were at Vax and Vids, and I never saw a single soul walk out of that place with a vacuum in hand. Nope. I have no idea. 
and it's since moved it moved down so here is the the this fabled arc of vax and vids it's i think it still is in business right now but it moved it, the arcade end of it didn't go so hot and there may have been other reasons but um they moved out of their large corner uh store of the strip mall that it was in into a smaller one alongside a lawnmower repair <laughs> stop company. it you're a guy. lying yes. so it was vex and vids <laughs> along with like I, I don't even know what it was called like lawnmower oh usa i don't gosh. know gosh uh and that then i think the lawnmower repair guy ended up retiring and he then moved further down the strip mall into a smaller place that is still vax and vids but it is since kind of declined from its former glory Oof. vax and vids if you're watching if you're one of the four people who is watching our podcast currently we love you we care about you we want you to get some help. Don't launder money, right? It's that's not the solution. Uh, maybe move away from vacuums. Maybe mowers is where it's at. Maybe maybe that's the next investment, right? Could be. I don't think it's vacuums. We've all got Roombas now. It's too late. That ship has sailed. We care about you. We love you. <laughs> okay, so uh, we would go on these comic runs. We would go to Superfly Comics. We would go to Vax and Vids. We would sometimes go to Haha ha Pizza, which, let me just say, Xenia, Ohio mm-hmm. is such a unique, sweet community. I love it. There are so many drugs there, which is crazy for this, like, unassuming <laughs> little, like, close-knit town. Uh, Dave Chappelle lives there or has a home there. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun place for sure. Uh, but <clears throat> we would go there during college. Lots of great memories. And I, I bought every issue of Dead Body Road. Uh, because I had it in my pull list and I loved it. It is, it is, here's the hook. Here's what, what I'm going to give you. It is a revenge story like none other. I mean, and that's not really true. It's like plenty of others, but it's a, it's a revenge story. It is a, an action packed, uh, violent American, like Americana story. Uh, where you're just watching criminals and people you don't like and people you do like just take out vengeance and revenge and violence on each other. And I read this comic, finished reading it, and I was like, I can't wait for the movie because it feels like you're reading a movie. It, it It is that like cinematic in how it's displayed and and everything. The, the story is fine. That's not what is exciting. What's really exciting and really good is how the action is portrayed across panel to panel. I think you'll really like it. But it's it's short. I think it's six issues. So, 
I'm teased. I'm ready. It sounds like a trip. It's fun. And the art's great. I love the art. <clears throat> sounds wonderful. I don't think I've gone wrong yet on a Josh recommendation. That's because I've only recommended like two so far. Well, hey, this is music, movies, everything else. It's usually... Oh, it's oh usually, we're going to all... Yeah, okay. It's okay. usually fun or interesting, even if it's not my favorite. It's always worth a worth a do, worth a do, worth a do. Mm-hmm. That's our second podcast. Check out Worth a Do with Dave and Josh. Yeah, it's a soda pop review. You know that's Mount, right, Mountain Dew. Yeah, we're spiraling. Uh, great. I know. We need to get off this, <laughs> off this crazy train. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dave. We'll see you again soon. Hopefully, I get to a place where I can open a window and it won't be hot and can turn my fan on and not have the mic pick it up. <sighs> we'll but this there. has been a ton of fun. I'm excited for more. Me too. And I hope you guys are too. We're signing off. We love you. From New York, this has been Josh. This is Dave. Go buy a vac and a vid. Vax and vids. You know where we are. <laughs>